Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. Just start your morning. Jevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious V. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. So get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. Hello and welcome to the KVJ show. What the heck is going on with everybody? Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you all. What the heck is going on here today? Just living the dream, Kev. Yeah, okay. Humping around on a hump day. I got you. Okay. Doing that humpty dance. (laughs) You guys do anything fun or exciting last night? I did. I went to dinner with the whole crew from the Feast of Little Italy. Okay. All the people from Galbani Cheese, very high-ranking officials in the cheese world. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I mean, you're the cheese champ. Is that them taking you out to kind of celebrate their number one star? It was. It was. It was a it's celebratory. A ce- dinner to celebrate you, huh? <laughs> Well, not just me, but the whole successful Feast of Little Italy. Oh, that's so fun. That's very nice. Yeah. The Queen invited me to go uh, check out Chicago. It uh, was playing at uh, the Kravis Center last night. I love Chicago. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of getting that going. So if you do love Chicago, that is going to be playing there at the Kravis, just to let you know. And she uh, hit me up. She's like, hey, any chance you can uh, come to the theater with me tonight? I'm like, nope. Oh, you know, it's just good Lord. I can't even imagine. I would not be doing well this morning if I had. So I, I would have loved to have had a date night, but unfortunately, you just can't spring that on me last minute. What's Chicago's big song in that in that thing? Come on, babe, why don't we paint the town? And all that jazz. I'm okay. on to rouge my knees and roll my stockings down. Okay, I don't know that. And all that jazz. Huh. I, I usually know the at least one of the big hits from the the musical. I don't know that. That's mm. the big one, huh? Yeah, girl. Dang. Yeah, my wife, my wife loves it. I got a, got a theater family. They you got to get her uh, up at the malts. They're doing Murder on the Orient Express. That one's good too. Yeah. Okay, give us a taste of their big song. It's a play. All right. Wow. Well, <laughs> 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 Different from a musical. Right. But still amazing. Okay. Well, there you go. So uh, lots of theater. You know, it's kind of theater season here in South Florida. If you don't know, if you're new to this uh, area, this is really, man, when we start getting into season, like right now, this is when every weekend you got so much good stuff going on in all three theaters that we have. We got, uh, you know, of course you do have the malts too, but you got the... Uh, the the Broward, yeah, Kravitz, Broward, and then yeah. uh, Adrian Arsht. We got a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're going to be uh, doing some interesting theater tonight at the uh, Adrian Arsht Center. You know what's going on there? No, what is it? Debate. Oh, <laughs> political big, debate? Yeah, Ugh. that big Republican debate is uh, going on there tonight. No thanks. Yeah. Politics? I'd rather go see Chicago. Right. It's uh, going to be all over TVs tonight. You'll see the uh, main Republican candidates, including our own governor, that uh, is going to be there. But the thing that's just a circus and why it's a theater, 
11 miles away in Hialeah, Donald Trump is doing his own rally because he's blowing everybody away. And so he's not, not even going to show up. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I don't know what's going on with the Trump <laughs> thing, but in Hialeah, they, they uh, promised some surprise guests. So I don't know what that's going to be. I don't know if Carrot Top's coming out. That's what they do <laughs> for or, wrestling. <laughs> surprise you know, guests. Yeah. I, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin coming it, back. That's why I say it's theater, man. It is. It's. I don't know who he's going to bring. He might bring out the Undertaker. He the might Rock. bring out Carl uh, Coppertop. <laughs> Remember him? <laughs> yes. I don't know who he's bringing out, but uh, yeah. So that, that'll be some fun stuff to check out. So huh. yeah, it is a uh, hot time of year here in South Florida, no doubt. What are you thinking about? What What are you thinking about? What's on your mind? Are you thinking about what? All right, what you thinking about today here, Jay Bird? So in my bag, I, I always have, no matter what, sauce and some type of snack in my bag just for emergency purposes. It's good. And I try to have a razor. I try okay. to have, and I try to have floss, but those two, they're not in there as much as the sauce and the snacks. Those are always going to be in my bag. Okay. Do you have in your purse, because it's very large, you got almost kind of like a Jansport Gucci bag going on over there. It's not Jansport, but it is Gucci. How? Uh, what are things that you always have in there? That I'm, I'm not talking about your typical license. Your little weird things that only you you have to have. I have to have so many lip glosses. I have to have a snack. I have to have my calendar. I have to have headphones in case I'm around annoying people and I want to plug in headphones and ignore people. So you always have a snack in your bag. Always. What's in your bag right now? Peanuts. You got peanuts. I do. Hmm. I had a granola bar, but I made Rocco eat it yesterday because we were running all over. Are the snacks more for you or for the kid? Both. Okay. Yeah, both. If I have a little snack in my purse, it keeps me from hitting the drive-through and ordering food that's not good for me. Okay. I have little little secret stashes for all my snack areas. I got some of my Jeep just in case. I've got some hidden in certain parts of my house just in case it all goes down. I've got some. What, in what the, is all goes down? <laughs> I don't know. Armageddon, bro. Thank you, Virginia. Exactly. <laughs> so as the world's burning, you're going to have snacks in different parts of your room. So. Yeah. As Pringles, as everything's uh-huh. going up in flames. So you're going to be snacking as the world burns around you. I was watching one of them crime specials where someone broke in and they locked the, the owner of the house in a, in a room where there was nothing in there, but they had some food that they had hidden in there, so they were able to eat. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. If it all goes down, I get kidnapped. Uh, they throw me in the back room. Ooh, he's I've, surviving. I've got them cookies. Wow, okay. I've got a stash here at work, too, that no one knows about. Oh, you do? Denny's knows about. Okay. <laughs> My better half knows about it. You can't let that get out. Yeah. I highly recommend that. Huh. All right. What you got in your mind here today, Virginia? I've got a gift for you, Jay Bird. So remember back in the day, I know you do, Kevin. Remember we used to always go to the Tiki Bar in Riviera Beach? Yeah, absolutely. Then Love they the knocked place. it down. Miss it. I drove by there the other day and just looked at it with fondness. They got a nice, huge, big, shiny building, but it doesn't have the same character. I agree. Yes. So I don't know if you remember the manager, Paul, that used to run it. I do. Yeah. Love Paul. I do love Paul. I see him all time out. I do too. He's now at the old Florida Bar and Grill. Yes. Mm-hmm. I saw him over the weekend because he came out to the Feast of Little Italy and he said I bought this and I want you to give this to Jay Bird uh huh he got this at an auction and he got it for you I am sure he paid a lot of money for this 
What is it? <gasps> no way! Look at it's it's Karate Kid: The Final Scene. Oh yeah, and it's the, autographed by. It looks like it is. Is that Billy Zappi or is that Ralph Macchio? Is that it's Ralph Macchio? It it's looks Ralph like. Macchio. Yeah. Whoa, the wow. actual Karate Kid. Yes, the Karate Kid autographed that. That is it. Why did he? So he just wanted he to give it you. to you. He listens to the show. He knows how much you love the Karate Kid. And when he saw that in a a, a charity auction, he said, "I got to get this for Jay Bird." That is so. How awesome. about that? Thank you, Paul. 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 That's yeah. amazing. And Cobra Kai is coming out soon. Oh. So topical. Very topical. When is that coming? I think it's coming out in December. Is it? I think so. I'm wrong a lot. And let me let me Google that. But I'm just so excited right now. Yeah. So if anybody goes to Old Florida Bar and Grill on Indian Town Road in Jupiter, say hi to Paul for us. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. That is a uh, beautiful thing. Look That's, at that bird. That, that is beautiful. It's amazing. And I, I have a karate kid wall at my house. He knows. I do. Uh, <laughs> you have a karate kid. Oh yeah, kid. he brought it up to me. <laughs> the problem is, does it turn into karate kid walls? Oh wow. Okay, that could be a big thing. Uh, tonight, I'm uh, pretty excited. FAU, them fighting owls. They get uh, their basketball season up and running tonight, which is uh, kind of exciting because for the first time ever, this is a nationally ranked college basketball team. They're ranked number 10 in the entire country, Virginia. Ooh, number that's big. 10. Yeah, that is really big. They're coming off of that amazing Final Four appearance that. Uh, Happened last April. They went into the tournament as a nine seed, and uh, they came out in the final four. No team lower than eight has ever won the national title, so it wasn't uh, any kind of shame. But they open up tonight in Chicago against the Loyola Ramblers. So uh, best of luck to FAU. The U already got uh, their win earlier this week, so hopefully they uh, do that. Kind of crazy. I, I'd thrown this stat out before, but just how much is it worth a school when they go to the Final Four in basketball? FAU commissioned a study, and they say they saw a 300% increase in donations wow. to the athletic department by making the Final Four. Yeah, And probably enrollment as well. Yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. They had a record number of uh, people applying to FAU, and they also got $1.9 billion in media exposure during wow. the NCAA tournament. That's what they put the estimate as. So. I wonder how much of uh, ours was is lumped in there, because we gave them a lot of media exposure as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. You're right. We a couple interviews here and there. It's all good. And the other thing I got on my mind, I made some legal sports bets last night. Okay. You did. Well, actually, my son did, but uh, I I helped them out. Yeah. Uh, pretty exciting. The Hard Rock mobile sports betting app is back, baby. Fancy. Now, here's the only catch. It is available to all existing Unity members and customers who had accounts two years ago. So it shut down in 2021. I had an account then before they shut it down. And so last night, I just uh, was able to do my login and get back on. But from what I'm hearing, you can't download it for the very first time if you didn't have an account and jump in. So hopefully that will happen for everybody soon but if you did have an account before you can go on and uh my son was laying down some sports bets even for last night man i can see how this can get away though from <laughs> it's it's fun are you supposed to be 18 yeah so i did it but he tells me he tells me where to put the money gotcha gotcha yeah. gotcha yeah. and gotcha. the whole time i'm, I'm with him we okay. only do five dollar bets 
And it's always about, hey, here's the money you get. Like We put, like for instance, a $25 cap for the week. Well, I'm not judging you. I'm Look, a terrible parent. Sure, but I, I just don't you. want you cop into a crime on the radio. No, no <laughs> crime was committed. I, I actually hit the buttons, did all the work, all the daddy stuff I did and approved it. You ain't got to defend yourself, Ralston. Okay. I, I was raised on gambling. My da- Me and my yeah. dad would go to Municipal Stadium. If you're local here, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We would bet on spring training games, a dollar here, a quarter there. Right. It was fun. Yep. And it kind of, in a way, weird way, taught me how to gamble responsibly. Yeah, no, I think it does. That's why I think with a lot of things, there are a lot of things that are out there that are those yellow light type of things that could turn into a problem if you don't manage them and handle them correctly. And so that's why I ride right there with my son. And I always talk to him. I'm like, look, you, you do what you can easily lose. You do it for fun. And don't ever think that, oh, man, I'm going to get them next time because that's when they get you. And I said, look, I said, you're good if you break even. So yeah, all the damage was done with the food addiction stuff that I had. Yeah, that's where. Yeah, that's there's a lot of other ways that yeah, yeah. <laughs> your family did harm to you. The gambling I got under control. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's good news. So just want to give a shout out for that. If uh, you had that before, you can start laying some sports bets starting right now. In fact, uh, started last night. All right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. If you're waking up early to go exercise, don't. I'll tell you why next. Well, if you're thinking about getting up this morning and working out, I guess uh, don't. There is a doctor that is saying that the last thing that she would do in the morning is go and work out. Is that Dr. Lazy? (laughs) Dr. Lazy. (laughs) Dr. Not So Healthy? Yeah. (laughs) It's a great question. Uh, no, this uh, doctor is a TikTok doctor, so I don't know if you uh, buy into TikTok docs or not, but uh, here's what the TikTok doc has to say. Things you will never catch me doing as a doctor. Waking up early to exercise. Do not let any influencers out here convince you that it's best to cut your sleep duration short so that you can go to the gym and work out and build a better body. Sleep is the primary wellness habit. End of story, period. Man, people got to stop telling everybody how to do it their own way. Everyone's different, man. Some people just do things differently than you do. Right. Man, TikTok is annoying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who you would uh, rather listen to, the TikTok doc there or Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's kind of interesting because the other night he was on that Manning cast for football. And, you know, you're talking about how he had his pet donkey on there. He was feeding a donkey. And I'm like, what is right. happening right now? Yeah, he had, it hangs out in his house. That's what's crazy about it. It wasn't like he wasn't in a barn or anything like that. They were watching football, feeding a donkey, and talking. And I'm yeah. like, huh? I tell what the... Uh, Arnold does apparently. Bizarre. The one thing that he was talking about though was kind of interesting. He said the first thing that he does in the morning that he completely recommends is getting up and moving. Getting up and exercising or doing something. He'll go and kind of get on the bike, get the blood flowing. He'll maybe, you know, pump some iron or something along those lines because what he says is typically when he lays there and lets his thoughts run wild, he gets bad thoughts. He says when he goes and exercises, you kind of flush all that out. You're not thinking. You're just kind of there in the moment. You're waking your body up, and you're also getting a rush of positive endorphins. And he says that by the time he then starts thinking after he's done some physical activity, then his thoughts are a lot more positive on the world. The bad thoughts go away. Yeah. I don't want my bad thoughts either, Kevin, but I don't want to exercise. (laughs) I know. (laughs) 
That's the catch-22. I have evil thoughts, but I'm also lazy. <laughs> yeah. And there's always uh, some new study that comes out about uh, whether you should work out at night or whether you should work out in the morning. And, you know, I, I, I have time in the morning. How do people have time? How about well, they the- wake up early. And that's what the doc is saying on TikTok is that people will cut out an hour to 90 minutes of their sleep to go work out. And she's saying if you had to rank the two, you need to go on ahead and make sure you get in that sleep rather than the workout. Gotcha. I think if you're working out and you're exercising, more power to you. If you're getting it in at any point, my hat's off. Because a lot of people don't get it in at all. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Honestly, if you do any kind of movement, yeah, that's uh, kind of my thing. I'm just like, I've got to crank back up uh, doing the workouts. My, uh, I was in a good groove. To me, it's, it's all about repetition. That's really what being dedicated to working out is. And it's so tough because anytime you do curveballs in your schedule, and that's always the enemy of my workouts. Kids. Well, yeah, <laughs> a lot of it is kids or life or here's that unexpected meeting or, hey, can you meet me in the middle of the day to talk about this thing you don't want to talk about? Uh, a lunch meeting is like the worst thing you can ever ask me for. Right. So when I can get to a repetitious, predictable schedule, the workout can start to fit in. But then all it takes is a couple days during the week and the schedule's all the way off. And you're like, okay. Because the only thing about working out, you got to change clothes, right? right? A lot of times you got to shower. You have to. A lot of times you got to do this and you do that. And you're like going, okay, when I start adding that up, I, I just don't have time. So to me, I'm, I'm hoping today I'm going to just be dropping. And I'm like, you know what? Here's the thing I would recommend. And I always got to tell myself this. I'm going to shoot for a minimal amount of push-ups, pull-ups, and a few curls. That's it. I'm going to do 10 to 15 minutes at my house sometime today, and I'm going to build on that. Okay. That's that's what I would tell anybody. Just try to do that. You get too fancy, and you say, well, couldn't get to the gym for my two-hour workout today, so I'm not going to do anything. So, no, that's honestly drop and do 10 push-ups if you can't do anything else. And if you can't do 10, do two. If you can't do that, do one. I always feel better after you, you run or you work out, but it's that... That 20 minutes or 30 minutes before, you know you have to go do it and you're dreading it. Especially cardio. Oh, it is, Cardio yeah. is awful. Yeah, no, but it's cardio tough. Cardio is the only thing that ever works on me. It's tough. It's, I, I don't really believe in cardio. I don't I do not do it. I, get, I hear you. I would just rather do my weights fast. I'm in a weird place. I'm in that skinny fat place where... <laughs> you're fat in places that should be skinny and you're skinny in places that should be fat. Well, the scale says I'm, kind of, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. I'm like, I'm at, a, I'm at a good weight and I take off my shirt and go, gosh, man, you got some weird just shapely things That's going why on I never look at I never look at scales. I don't even care because they lie so much. They don't give you a very accurate representation of how you're doing. They do for me because I can tell because my, my pants are But you're fit, saying you're skinny I, I, fat. Do I think I just have a match potato body. I think it's just weird. Right, I yeah. Think so it's the way it is. That's why I don't think the weight matters. To me, I don't think the weight matters because it doesn't tell you, are you tone? Are you this or that? Are you just, are you gooey? You <laughs> just gotta love me for my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to getting older. Yeah. So I've always kind of wrestled with it. It is kind of hard though and I, I can tell you, I can justify with every single time you want to work out during the day why it's not good. Working out at night, I get too rubbed up then I can't get to sleep. Work out in the afternoon, kind of breaks everything up. And then sometimes I made myself too tired. I couldn't continue working. I had to go home and take a nap because of those crazy workouts I had to do. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have time for this. 
And in the morning, it's just, you know, I might be jeopardizing my sleep. Now, you've been on record in, in the media, in the press, saying yeah. Fat Kevin will never come back. But here's my question. Will yeah. we ever see Meathead Kev back again? No, no. Or Hot Dog Neck Kevin? No, he's he's gone as well. He was too big. Well, it's, And you were hurting yourself. Yeah, that, that was one of the reasons why. There were uh, two reasons. Uh, one, it was just too much effort, too much work. I didn't like the way that I felt anyway. And you were thick. Yeah, I was. And then it just took a lot of time, but it was crazy. In fact, we got a couple photos that uh, I always love when listeners send us something from a long, long time ago, one of those uh, throwbacks. And uh, somebody had uh, sent this. They're hearing uh, Virginia talking about. You know how she has this new website, and like going, Virginia was always just so buttoned up that I can't believe that she's to this place. And so they sent us this photo from 2015. There was a group called Paper Tongues. In fact, they have a song called Trinity that I loved, and they were playing the Fourth on Flagler, okay, the West Palm Beach waterfront. And we were on stage at the Meyer Amphitheater, and I forgot about this. I can't remember what it was, but we had some kind of bet going on that if you lost, you had to come out on stage in, in a, a bikini. In a bikini. I remember American that. flag bikini. I was horrified. And if you are watching KVJ TV right now on YouTube, you are going to get a great visual effect because you're not only getting Virginia in an all-American flag bikini, but you've got meathead cat. <laughs> That's a twofer. Look at that twofer right there. Virginia wow. in the bikini. Looking great, by the way. I got to say, Virginia looks really solid Are there. Are you sure that's 2015? I think it was 2010, they said. Oh, 2010. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. that's what they had said in the email. And I don't remember the year because I, I've blacked out pretty much all my life. I'm pretty sure it is 2010 because I'm not there. That's I threw out my back doing a snack pack show. I'm They're, they're wheeling me up to the stage. I remember that. So yeah. I'm holding Magnolia's hand, and she looks to be about five, and she was born in 2005. So 2010 looks right right okay yeah what were you doing then because you were in great shape oh who knows you were doing marathons back then yeah you're that, right that, I, was I that was, your running era i was running those half marathons yeah okay all right i can't run anymore i was gonna say so we're never gonna get uh, marathon virginia back <laughs> no so mar- she's dead so <laughs> meathead kev's dead marathon virginia's gone <laughs> fat kevin's, kevin's dead. dead yeah <laughs> Just a lot of things that uh, wow. never will be. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you would like to see what is going on on this show, you can watch it. We are on YouTube. Go and look for the KBJ Show. You can even take us on the YouTube mobile app as well. Or you can do the shortcut, kbjshow.tv. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay, I got a couple random questions here for you. What would you say are the most important turning points you have had in your life? Where things were kind of at a crossroads. Because for me, I could point at it probably three different things. Um, one, back in college, I was getting ready for a Taekwondo tournament. I know it sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Karate kid light. <laughs> and I wound up doing a roundhouse kick over this huge German's head. And he came down with a flying elbow to my chest, and the next day my lung collapsed. And I was in ROTC pre-law and was planning on going into the military. And because of that, I had to change the course of my life, and I wound up in radio. Had I not gotten that collapsed lung, who knows where I would be. Wow. What would I be doing? You had a lawsuit against that German guy. Well, I mean, I think when you kind of, you know. Are out there, Virginia. You just gotta take whatever you get. And you have a fighter spirit. You, yeah. the, deep oh, yeah. down, you you want to be trained again in the arts. I know you do. Okay, you think if uh, you had time, you, you think you and I doing some YouTube karate could I be think, in the future. I think <laughs> if you had time, yeah. and, and I know it's not possible, but if you did, yeah. I think you'd get great enjoyment. And deep oh, I down, would. you would like to put the gi back on. I yeah, I, I did enjoy <laughs> it. It was a good time. I think probably another one for me was uh, when I moved to California. I didn't have a job. I had an audition, and that kind of kept me in radio. If I would have failed at that and uh, not gotten that job, who knows where I would be? Probably on a beach, homeless in California somewhere. But I hear it's working for a lot of people. And then I'd say the other one is uh, meeting the Mexican queen. If something would have happened, I wouldn't have gone to that one lunch where we did meet. Who knows where my life would be? Selfish Marina. Yep, Virginia was there. I was. Virginia was there. So to me, those are three critical turning points in my life. That if those three events, simple events, hadn't happened, who knows where I would have spun out to. Do you have moments like that, Jaybird, in your life? Definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, just with even with this show, I didn't... it's not to be me. I didn't even know you guys existed. And I was living in this town and I was getting ready to try to go to back to college to try to get my master's degree. That was the plan. And I was in the process of doing that. Mm -hmm. And my friend had called me and said, "Um, they're doing this contest on the radio. And I think you would be really great for blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. eh." And I almost didn't even follow through with it. And then, uh, I, this, she kept nagging me and saying, you got to do it. And I end up going to Duffy's and meeting you guys. And it all kind of changed. But I, there, was a, a, there was a point where I almost didn't do it. Right. I almost didn't even go to the Duffy's and, and meet you guys. Imagine and if it, that would have been the day you said, ah, you just blew it off and it, got a pizza. Everything changes. Yeah. Right. yeah. It, it's bizarre. Same thing with baseball. There was a team I wanted to quit. And my dad talked me out of it. He said, do not quit. You're going to be you're gonna feel so bad. And it's, it's wrong. Right. Do not stick it out. And he was so right and that changed the course of my life with everything as far as who yeah. i met in my life where i played at and yep. some of the greatest people i've ever met in my life mm-hmm. okay what about you virginia what would you say are the biggest most important turning points because me and kevin had some really in your deep life. stuff <laughs> yeah you did i think uh you know nobody in my family was like pressuring me to go to college, but I really wanted to go to LSU. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just kind of did it all on my own. My mom basically just dropped me off and said bye, and then I had to figure it all out. Okay. 
But I think going set me on a course. You know, it put me in Baton Rouge. And my first radio station that I worked for was in Baton Rouge. Okay. And so if I hadn't gone to LSU, I never would have found radio. Okay. And so I'm really happy that that happened. And I didn't just stay in New Orleans and be a cocktail waitress like I was doing. That was your gig, huh? Yeah. When I was in high school, I was a cocktail waitress and a bartender. Wow. Which was probably not legal. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. What are the numbers on that? <laughs> so, <laughs> and it was the 90s. Yeah. yeah. It was the uh, yeah, it was the early 90s. I don't think people checked IDs back then. We just let a lot slide. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. I was slinging drinks. Okay. What would you say is the most historically significant event you've ever witnessed in person? Can you say that there is one? Historically significant. Yeah, I mean, I oh yeah, I was there when Dale Earnhardt died. I mean, it's a pretty yeah, it's a good one. I saw the crash. Not not good as in what happened, but but it's an example. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't really have any. I've been to a few big college football games, national championship games. One time I was at as a kid, I was at a Cincinnati Reds game, and there was a bad call, and they stopped the game because people start riding in the stands and throwing things onto the grass on the field and that was kind of a big thing that was the one thing at the end of the year they still were like showing highlights of of that and they would go back it's like okay that was one thing i was there but other than that i haven't really i haven't been in that moment where something happened i'm like oh man i gotta get in some more historically significant moments i don't think i got anything before i met panda this Mm -hmm. is kind of weird yeah he was on the field when the Saints won the Super Bowl, he was hanging out with Tom Benson, the owner of the Saints, yeah. even before I met him. And so when I met him and he told me that, I was like, what? Right, that's kind of crazy. That's kind of cool to say you were on the field when your wife's favorite football team won the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's amazing. What are the odds of that, Virginia? Pretty crazy. All right, uh, coming up here in a couple of minutes, I got a question for everybody else here today. Uh, Yesterday, we were talking about what have been the strangest trends over the last 10 years, but looking 10 years in the future, what would you say is something that's considered normal now but won't be in 10 years? Humans. (laughs) It won't be normal. Okay. So what is something that we are doing right now that would be considered normal but won't in 10 years? Your thoughts, 877-979-WRMF. It's KVJ. We're talking a second ago about any historically significant event that you were a part of. And you want to talk about ones that are, you know, pretty phenomenal. Those are the ones that, you know, probably everybody remembers like one person texts in, they said, yeah, I was in school in Moore, Oklahoma, when the Oklahoma City bombing went off. Oh, man. Uh, we felt it as soon as it happened. Everybody started crying. The school let out early. It was bad. I remember it vividly. Wow. I was talking to a girl over the weekend who was at the Atlanta bombing when the Olympics were happening. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're in, uh, what is it, Centennial Park or whatever yeah. they call it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy even just kind of walking through one of those places now. I mean, you know, if you've been... You know, the World Trade Center site in Manhattan, it's it's still something there. I mean, everybody remembers that. Absolutely. You know, and how many people were affected about that were down in downtown New York that day. Crazy. Somebody else said, I was at the uh, first and last game that LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh played together in Miami. That's, That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. 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 I was uh, there when they won one of their championships. 
think it was the one that uh, they beat Oklahoma City in. So I remember that. Okay. Yeah. Brag so about I guess, that. I guess I could add that. Yeah, it's it's not you know one of the massive globals, but yeah, I'll take it. You're a worldly band. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to get out in key moments. You got mugged in New York. I mean that's you, I did. You've yeah. Been around. Yeah. You got pickpocketed. Pickpocketed. Oh, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. And that was uh, yeah that was a uh, a parade a big old parade. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's, it's kind of getting lower on the list. You know, we're kind of fading out a bit. I got nothing. Yeah, not too solid. Uh, yesterday, we were talking about uh, kind of ridiculous trends that, you know, have kind of popped up in the last 10 years. And now looking 10 years ahead, what is trendy now that will not be in 10 years? Uh, one thing somebody said, drawing on giant eyebrows. Uh, a lot of fashion things you could probably see that. Probably I don't know, man. That, big. that stuck around for a minute. I thought that was going to be gone. People are still drawn, mm-hmm. big painted on eyebrows. I feel like it's still got some power. You think it's got 10 years left, Virginia? <sighs> Who knows? I just think eyebrows look good. They look better when they're darker. So, But that style of, you know, it, it's a different style. It's where there's, it looks like you don't even have an eyebrow. You've just put on a slab of paint. It, it looks like you've painted on almost Mr. Potato Head style. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I do. It looks I, like a butter knife. It's a lot. There's, I like it. I, I like just a little shading. But yeah, some girls do it. I think it's called like lamination or something, like where it looks like wax. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. Yes, and it's shiny. You feel like they forgot to take the wax paper off. Yes, I don't care for that. Okay. I like it to look natural and real. But it is popular, man. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, being able to be offline or uncontactable. It's considered normal now, but uh, won't be in 10 years. Do you think that in 10 years we will respect people's privacy a little bit more? Because now you do kind of get that attitude that if a boss is trying to reach you and they can't, like, why weren't you by your phone? No, I think everything's speeding up and, and getting even more crazy. Your technology's not slowing down. Yeah. Now, what, what is that going to do to the good people? I don't know. But, yeah, it's going to be very easy to get a hold of everybody. And if you don't want to get a hold of somebody, you're going to struggle in society because that means you're not, going to have, you're not going to be online. You're not going to be, you're going to be off the grid. And everything you need is going to be on the grid. It's an interesting debate because I think that we are recognizing the need for mental health and the need to unplug a bit. And I'm wondering with that if people might say, you know what, I just don't want those kind of jobs that are that toxic where I have to remain plugged in and I don't have my own life and I can't escape if I don't want to. I think that's definitely going to happen. I think it already is happening, but I think just technology is going so fast. Man, 10 years, it's going to be, forget about it. Yeah. Uh, Something else is considered normal now that may not be in 10 plus years, the five-day work week. One person said four days is better and just as productive. And I'm wondering if we might start seeing a trend in that. In 10 years, will that be the norm? They did a recent study that said 76% of American workers say they could complete all their work within four workdays rather than five. And they say that they're only productive for about 31 hours in the week. And we do, what, a 40-hour work week? I don't know, man. I just feel like in 10 years, we're still going to be having that argument and the daylight savings argument. <laughs> <laughs> they just they won't end. We just we'll keep, still be setting that clock back. Just keep debating it. Nothing's ever going to happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, 21% of people say they're only productive about 20 hours a week. That's kind of crazy. They say it's not that we're lazy. It's just they say the work environment is inefficient. You're wasting a lot of time on unproductive tasks and meetings. I'm wondering if people are trying to use this to justify where they work from home more 
Because I have seen, I think all but 6% of the American workforce is now back in the office. Those 6%, though, they're holding on tight. They are. And I know a lot of people are trying to negotiate. They want some time to work from home at least, you know, maybe two, three days a week. So we'll see. And they say the experiments in the UK at the four-day work week are showing that companies could save a lot of time and money on this more modern approach. So maybe in 10 years, it will be a thing. Another thing that is considered normal now, but won't be in 10 years, owning things outright. You notice how everything's kind of subscription now? I don't own my music anymore. I pay a subscription to it. I used to own my own CDs. When I downloaded a song, it was mine. Now, anything I've, I guess, acquired in the last probably five years, I don't own. I just, I rent it. I'll, I'll tell you what's not really normal right now, but it may not be normal in 10 years, but it could be. It, it, it's close. Hey, here's my girlfriend, uh, Charlene. She's also a robot, and she's out in public. Robot lovers. And she looks like a human, but she's also a robot. I'm telling you, robot rights, I know I sound like a crazy person, uh-huh. it's going to be a thing. So you're not doing things that are normal now. You're doing things that are abnormal now that in 10 years will be normal. Robot, a way of life mm-hmm. with robots is going to be a thing. And it may not be as prevalent as what I'm saying in 10 years, but it's going to be pretty soon. And, and I think people are going to be shocked how much robots are going to be in our life. I wouldn't be stunned. You know how people now are using those animals as emotional support? Yeah. I could see people having kind of a virtual assistant. A billion percent. And then they're going to yeah. go attach to this robot. And let's mm-hmm. say someone tries to shut down the robot. You're going to defend. You would, you would, yeah, you would get connections for that. If it's your virtual friend that you have conversations with all day long and it's talking back to you and giving you advice and telling you what to wear and all that kind of stuff, yeah, you'll, you'll get emotions for it. It's like that, that movie. Was it called You? Was that where he fell in love with Siri? With like the female yeah. computer voice? Yeah. yeah. Dog, I'm telling you, Rod yeah. Sterling from Twilight Zone has been warning us. Since the 60s about this, Virginia. Rod? Rod. Rod. <laughs> <laughs> always listen to Rod. All right. Uh, any other thoughts? You can always get a hold of us, 877-979-WRMF. And you were talking about uh, daylight saving time. Yes. I got a little factor fiction on daylight savings time coming up here in just a bit. You're going to learn something on the KVJ show today. KVJ. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia. Take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. The dirt of the day. Powered by Giving Juice. Man, there's so much juicy dirt today. Ooh, I love it. Gets me excited, Jay Bird. Did you see that People Magazine has named the sexiest man alive? Ooh, rewind. Is it 2005? <laughs> you don't care. I can't believe who they named. They named... Patrick Dempsey. That's why I say 2005. This doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not saying he's not a good-looking guy. I'm not saying he's not a sexy guy. He's sexier than Jason Momoa. You brought that up during commercial, and I agree with you. Jason Momoa is sexy. So is People Magazine giving it to Patrick Dempsey just because they want to be clickbait and get people all riled up? Again, I'm I'm not going in on anyone's looks. He's a beautiful man. I get it. He's not the sexiest man alive. They're doing they're doing that to get this reaction out of people. Like, what? I can't believe it. It's 2005. They just pick <laughs> random dudes. They it's do. it's yeah, I, I don't even know what it is. It's not even a thing. 
it's this is silly, Virginia. This is a non-story. Aww. I, I, the, the dreamy. It got you talking. What's the last time? What's the dreamy? Give me a break. This is crap. <laughs> well, Denise Richards is talking just about how much money her daughter has made from doing OnlyFans and how Charlie kind of changed his tune. So originally, Charlie Sheen, her dad, was all upset that the daughter that he and Denise Richards share was doing OnlyFans. Mr. Morals, yes. Until she bought her own house and bought her own car, and then he was like, all right, well, I guess I can't say anything. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. This Dirt of the Day is straight up 2005. you got Charlie Sheen, Denise Richards, Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> Can I throw in another story that's uh, irrelevant? Yes, <laughs> Jack Nicholson is refusing to act. He says he has not uh, looked at a movie role in 13 years and will not act ever again. Yeah, they're trying to draw him back in. He says, no, he said, I get to eat what I want, don't have to worry about what people say about him, and he just gets to sit under a tree and read a book, and that's all he wants to do. Yeah. It's called retirement. Look, you get to pick how you want to go out, and if he doesn't want to act again, good for him. Sit under a tree and read a book. I'm not sure he was really acting in The Shining. (laughs) <laughs> you, think was just, you think he's really crazy? I, I, I think there's a, a darkness with old Jack. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think you were really acting an anniversary. Uh, oh, crazy. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Some celebrities have it a birthday today. Lauren Elena. She was a runner-up on American Idol, and now she is a big-time country music star. She's uh, 29 years old today. SZA is 34. Tara Reid turns 48 today, and Gordon Ramsay, the chef, is 57. There's okay. A, there's a rumor he can't really cook a burger that well, and he's just kind of a... He's got kind, a blind spot? He's like oh. a, he's a faux pas, one of them fake fake chefs. No, I think he can cook. Okay. I'm just saying that's that's the rumors on the streets. Fake news is what you say, Virginia? <laughs> it's fake news. Okay, Virginia's not buying it. All no. Right. Also, a birthday shout-out to my brother, Troy. Best Funkle in the game, and he's single, ladies. That's from Trevor, Elizabeth, Lil, Blair, and Rue. Do we have a picture of this hottie? No, unfortunately, we don't. Oh, damn. Single uncle always sounds a little creepy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got a shout-out to Hannah. Happy Sweet 16 from Mom Bubs, Aunt Lori, Nana, and Aunt Carla. Have a great birthday, sweet girl. Happy 13th birthday to my beautiful daughter, Dominique. Mommy and the Fur Babies, I love you so much. Shannon, sending that in. Happy birthday to the best, Nana and Mom. That is from Isla Ann, Emery Lynn, Jamie, Charlie, and Noodle. Happy birthday here to H.R. Joe. Uh, Your friends and work family sent that in. Happy 12th birthday to our amazing Jack. So proud of you. Hope this is your best year from Mom, Dad, Hayden, and Wes. Got a photo of them there at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Jensen Aww, Beach. Oh, what a cutie. Mm-hmm. Me and Kevin are missing from that photo. Where are we? <laughs> we got probably cropped the, out. You're probably at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, happy 11th birthday to our amazing son, Jaden, from Mom, Dad, Ben, and Red. And there is his photo on KBJ TV on YouTube. Cutie. Got a birthday. Want to get a shout out? Just send us an email. Mail at kbjshow.com. M-A-I-L at kbjshow.com. All right. I got 
Some daylight saving time. Fact or fiction for you. How are you adjusting to the time change? I feel great. I hate it. We were driving to dinner last night, and it was already dark. I was so mad. Mm. It was so early. I'm a creature of the night, Kevin. Let the darkness fall. Okay. You're ready for it, huh? (laughs) I don't like it. I feel feel like I'm in my prime. I've got a rental car, and I have no idea how to change the clock on it. It is throwing me off every time I get in that vehicle. (laughs) I still like, oh, that's right, Taylor said, gosh. (laughs) So it's really kind of throwing me. (laughs) Well, one of the ones I got for you coming up, what do you think, fact or fiction? Benjamin Franklin was the first person to come up with the concept of daylight saving time. Oh, that definitely is a fact. You're going to say it's definitely a fact? Of all the other brilliant things he came up with, you think he also did the daylight saving time? Oh, yes. Okay. Do you have any thoughts on that, Virginia? I don't think he did. I like that cat, I think. Do you like that cat? And I hate daylight savings time, so I disagree with the bird. Okay. The KVJ Show. Oh yeah, baby. Get ready to learn here on the KBJ show. Always educational. Just um, got some things here about the old, very controversial daylight savings time. So see how much you know about it. I know nothing. All right, what do you think? Fact or fiction here, Virginia? Daylight saving time officially just started in most states. Is that fact or is that fiction? Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> I, I saw it. I saw her brain break. <laughs> Can you repeat the question? You broke her mind. <laughs> I don't understand. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you think it just started? Or it just ended. Yeah. Oh, I okay. Now I, I now I see what you're saying. Yeah, it is. It is rather confusing. It just kind of goes to show you they're like going, okay, wait a minute. I don't know. Is it, is it beginning or is it daylight ending? saving? What? Just yeah. ended. You're gonna say okay because it's daylight less. Okay, so you're saying it just ended, and the statement says it just started. So you would be going with what, Virginia? Fiction. You are correct. Look how <laughs> wow. we worked that through. Wow. That really hurt. I know. That was tough. Yeah, the, yeah our ratings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why you got to hit me with the hardest question first? <laughs> I'll just wait, Virginia. Who said that's the hardest? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Bird, what do you think? Uh, fact or fiction? Technically, it's daylight savings time, which is plural. Absolutely, Kevin. Everyone knows that. I learned that back in fourth grade. Okay. Fact. Fact, yeah. <laughs> Big dummy. Yeah. Uh, Most people say and then Google savings, but it's not plural. Ah. It's daylight saving time. Okay, what about this, uh, Virginia? Florida failed to pass a bill to make daylight saving time permanent. Is that fact or is that fiction? I don't think we got the bill, did we? It hasn't gone through... House or the Congress or the Senate. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. 
Congress. There's yeah. some like political group. Yeah. Some kind of a, a building. It's got to go through. Yeah, I don't even know if we got a bill yet. So I'm saying <laughs> fiction. Okay, so you're saying Florida failed to pass a bill to make daylight saving time permanent. You're saying that is fiction. Yes. Okay, you are correct. It, it, life isn't fair. I'm not even sure she answered right, but somehow she got it. <laughs> I'm already uh, two up, two winners. Wow. Yeah, it was in March of 2022. The Senate unanimously passed the Sunshine Protection Act, but it can't go into effect until the federal government okays it. Can't believe this, but Virginia has a perfect score. Ah, Weird to say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bert, what do you think about this? 42 states have already passed bills to make daylight saving time permanent. Is that fact or fiction? Those numbers are accurate, Kevin. That would be true. Okay, so you're going fact. Yes. Okay, you're wrong again. (laughs) That is fiction. Okay. This is not right. No. (laughs) But what's the score? Uh, Virginia's up two to zip. As of 2023, it was only 19, although nearly all states have considered passing some form of legislation to make it permanent. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Congress. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. What do you think about this, Virginia? Fact or fiction? The state of Indiana does not do daylight saving time. Gosh, I think that's, I know, like, Indianapolis doesn't do it. Okay. But is it the whole state? Oh, okay. You think just the city is not doing it? The whole state's gotta be. It's, got, you, it's gotta be all or nothing. Right? How are you beating me? Uh, <laughs> it's kind of amazing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it really says how terrible that I, how bad I am. Oh my god! <laughs> what do you think, Virginia? Fact or fiction on that? I'm gonna say fact. You're going to say fact. That is fiction. Damn. Indiana actually started observing daylight saving time in 2006. They're relatively new. Yeah, that's right. Okay, Bird, what do you think about this, fact or fiction? Hawaii is the only state that doesn't do daylight saving time at all. I feel like Alaska's kind of in there, and it's a lot of darkness, a lot of nights. Okay. A lot of men. Virginia would hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I doubt the Barbie movie was not very popular beloved. there. Yeah. Barely anybody saw it. Yeah. This is Kevin Trickery. I'm gonna get I'm gonna put one on the board right now. Yeah. This is definitely a wait. Ooh, <laughs> I talked too long. Buzz me out. No, fiction. <laughs> Buzz me out. <laughs> Damn it. You took all that time and then got it wrong. It's rough. I get it. (laughs) Yes, it's a uh, fact. Hawaii is the only state. Most of Arizona doesn't observe it, but there is a Navajo reservation that does. So that's why they don't count the whole entire state. I wonder if I'd like it over there in A-Zone. Arizona. (laughs) Nobody calls it that. All right, what do you think about this? Fact or fiction, Virginia. Benjamin Franklin was the first person to come up with the idea of daylight saving time. Virginia thinks he's old-timey hot. Uh, no, I didn't say he was hot. I think he, I think he was a doughy player. Okay. I think he got major tail, but you wouldn't look at him, and every depiction that we've seen, is, is, he looks a little doughy, mm-hmm. but I think he's slayed. That's the way you carry it, Virginia. I guess it I, is. I think it was sexy back then. Mm-hmm. To I be think, doughy. I think it, it showed signs of wealth and power. Interesting. What was the question again? <laughs> we, we learned nothing. 
Uh, Benjamin Franklin was the first person to come up with the idea of daylight saving time. Fiction. Fiction. Damn it. That is a fact. He was? Yes, he proposed the basic idea for daylight saving time in 1784, but he had no idea how to enforce it back then. And he was kind of joking when he did it. And then an Englishman named William Willett actually mapped out how to do it in the early 1900s. Yeah, old uh, B. Franks had his hands in it about everything back in the day. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about this? The guy I just referenced, William Willett, the guy who invented daylight saving time, is the great-grandfather of Chris Martin, the lead singer of Coldplay. That's... Is that fact or fiction? He's got Kevin Trickery face. Nah, this is fiction. Kevin Trickery. There's no way. There's no way. Bird, <laughs> impressively, you didn't get one correct. That's a fact. <laughs> amazing. Did I miss four? I gave you guys eight. You got two right. And it's 50-50. <laughs> Collectively, we got two right. Yeah. We are not a team. Yeah. <laughs> we are wow. Not. Don't you collect Come, me. Come on, I am not a team Wolf with up. that. <laughs> that's, that's pretty uh, stupendous. There you go. Well, it's about what you retained, which I'm sure is nothing. <laughs> Coming up, we got a world record Wednesday on deck. What are we going to be doing today, Bird? Most crackers eaten in a minute. Oh, Ooh, that's hard. The record's 10. It dries your mouth out. So it's, it's a very tough thing to do. Are you allowed to have uh, no. belly washers? No. Wow. You, you got to eat 10, and that is it. Wow. You, whoever can, I, I, you probably want to put a minute on the clock whenever eats the most, maybe, because if not, unless. We don't leave the studio until someone eats 10. We better get Denny's on deck with that Heimlich maneuver. Do you know what the actual world record is for? Just the fastest time to eat 10? I believe it's 10 in a minute is the record. Let me double jump. <laughs> oh, boy. I got, let me check my notes, but you're not going to give me commercial break. Uh, okay. All right. We're not really sure what we're doing, but it's going to involve crackers coming up. The KDJ Show. World record Wednesday got it. All right, today for World Record Wednesday, we're going after the record for the most saltine crackers eaten in one minute. This record was actually just set not too long ago. This year in California, back in February, a person ate six saltine crackers in one minute. So it's not 10, it's less than. It's six, Virginia. Six, okay. Even more doable. Attainable. Yeah, okay. Greatness is attainable, Virginia. Mm-hmm. I know. I know you're into. I, I know you like chasing greatness. No, don't pick me. Pick Kevin. Oh, you don't. You don't want to. You want to go. <laughs> you want to go. Hmm. Let's Look at her, maybe huh? I'll go. Maybe I'll go with Suits or Denny's. Oh, Kevin wouldn't. Uh, you can pick anybody you want, man. No, I think I'm gonna go with. It rhymes with. Smursminja! Oh, man! Every Wednesday for the rest of your life. It's going to be nothing but you and me. All right, all right. Bring it. You guys are kind of battling here. Taking a look at this. On the year, Jaybird has 19 wins, 18 losses. Virginia's at a perfect 7-7. Seven and seven. Now, if you look at uh, Denny's and Suits, Bird whoops both of them. Denny's is two and six against Jay Bird. Suits is one and seven. And then I think you're still undefeated, right? I'm undefeated. Yeah, I'm at nine and zero. Oh. I mean, 
he's going to get an L before this year's over. With. Okay, you got to tag me with an L. Yeah, you got to find uh because I do have some weaknesses. There's a lot of these I would have lost. Oh, I got one that's going to be real nice. Like he okay. hates carbs. You could probably beat him on this one. Virginia talking her way out of it. No, don't worry. I got something. I got something sweeter planned for Mr. Ralston. Oh, you do? Okay. Sweeter. Oh, okay. I have a feeling it's going to be some oh. drinking soda or something <laughs> terrible like some that. Terrible. Yeah. That you're going to hate. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so we'll have a bird at 19 and 18. He's trying to really stack up these wins as the year expires because he does not want to have a losing record at the end of it. Or else we do whatever we want to him. Whatever you yeah. want. Okay. All right, so we got 60 seconds on the clock here. Is that what we're going to do? Just whoever has the most within the 60 seconds? Yeah, I put seven in front of you. Who knows? Maybe you get all crazy. Maybe you wind up, uh, you know, having more. All right, so there's seven in front of me. Okay. Pretty simple here. Predictions? <sighs> I think, um, <laughs> I think Bird, you're going to power through this one. I think you're going to get another dub that I kind of feel on that. I don't know. We got the, the cheese champ over here, Kev. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely not known for my speed eating. That's Kevin. You're you're the taco champ. I'm volume. Your volume. You're yeah. quicker, faster. I, I just, I, I'm a girl. I know she didn't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm getting great. You're putting her through it. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting great joy and making yeah. her suffer through this. Oh no, I'm quietly trying to. Yeah. Just remember, I keep a tally in my head. Oh, she does. Dog, you don't scare me. I am so much crazier than anybody on this show. Bring it on. Mm-hmm. I'm, I got nothing. I'm. I'm alone in my own little hut, just thoughts, planning, plotting, bring it on. (laughs) Suits, why don't you throw up a uh, YouTube poll here real quick. Who do you think is going to get the dub here today for the world record for the most saltine crackers eaten in a minute? Is it going to be Jaybird or Virginia? It's going to be about about keeping it wet. you got to keep it wet in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Danny, you got any uh, predictions here? Who do you think is uh, going to do it? I think it's going to be the bird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Danny's over here smack talking again. Okay. All right. So right now, yes, the people agree with Denny. 71% of the votes going in the way of Jaybird, Virginia. You're the underdog officially. I I think he's going to win, too. Okay. Well, there you go. That's not the kind of attitude that's going to get you to win. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Most saltine crackers eaten in a minute. The Head-to-Head World Record Wednesday competition begins now. And there they go. They're just going right at it, putting that cracker right in their mouth. Virginia and Jaber both got uh, one. Murder has got uh, two down in his mouth. Virginia, you already disqualified. You can't drink. I asked him if we could drink. No. Oh, I thought you said yes. Yeah, okay. We're going to have to. I'm like, that's not that difficult then. I thought you could drink. Good Lord. <laughs> Wait, let's start over. I was I like, thought... she thinks she's having a snack. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could drink. I'm like, well, that's, that kind of defeats the whole purpose. <laughs> that's not difficult at all. False start. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I saw her just calmly pick up her drink and just take a big old shwig. I'm like, what is she doing? I looked at her, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought I could drink. All right, refocused. All right. Wow. Let's okay. go. A bird's already dried his mouth out now. <laughs> <laughs> you picked me. I, I feel like the, oh, loss, the, the audience gets the loss on this one. Wow. Okay, take two.
All right. Ready, ready, Coach. Okay, Burr with a dried-out mouth now is going to see. <laughs> He's ever trying to get whatever moisture he can left. I know. I'm like, really struggling over. <laughs> and, and all his cups drink. are empty. It's <laughs> a cruel joke. All his cups are empty. His mouth is parched. She's doing witchcraft again. Okay. Look at her. That's how you even Kenny's know. brought him coffee. Coffee? No. It's the only liquid I have. Black coffee. It looks like it's black coffee with lipstick stains on the cup. Who's been drinking out of that cup? Oh, this is it looks like a community cup. Denny's, you don't wear lipstick. Why does your cup have lipstick all over it? It's Because I drink that black coffee. It just stains it constantly. Oh, my gosh. Three days into the week. That's weird. All right. Okay. All right. Let's go. Ask me if I'm focused. You're not. <laughs> okay. All right. World record Wednesday. Most saltine crackers eaten in one minute with no drinking in between. Record is six. Your time begins now. Okay. There we go. Bird already one in the mouth. Virginia got one as well. Okay. Virginia trying to work that thing back. Bird has got uh, two in his mouth. Virginia's trying to uh, clear out her mouth to put uh, number two in there. Uh, Bird is getting ready to go three. Virginia's still trying to get uh, room for two. All right, Bird has got three down his pie hole and in his uh, mouth. Virginia's just on two. She is one cracker behind right now. We are at the 35-second mark here. All right, Jaybird is uh, continuing to go. Virginia is slow and steady. She's really struggling despite drinking during the whole last competition. All right, Jaybird, his mouth is dried out. He had a lot of momentum to start this thing off, but he is really starting to fall off now. Virginia's even taking smaller bites out of her cracker, trying to make it happen at the 22nd mark now. We're getting down to it. Can Virginia make up some time on the back end? She's going to have to. Bird has slowed down. We are now at the 10-second mark. Bird is still trying to power through it. He's trying to get that last little cracker down his mouth. Five. Four. Virginia is trying to work one more in. Two, one, and stop and clear. Okay, Virginia's not clear. That one is not going to work. Okay, Bird's mouth is clear. What is the official tally you have over there, Denny's? All right, Bird only has three left there, so that means he got four down. I think Virginia had the same, but she's got one in her mouth. I think go. she's still got three so left. So Bird wins by a cracker. Yeah. By one cracker. By one cracker. Yes, yes. Bird two off of the world record mark. <laughs> But he gets another W. He goes to 20 wins, 18 losses. Virginia falls to 7 wins, 8 losses. Where are my birdies at? Quick walk! Man. I made so many mistakes. Dude, that is so hard. A lot of things didn't uh, go right oh, in there, huh? That's so tough to do. Yeah, it is. The no, cracker it's, it, just soaks up every bit of moisture you have. It's like trying to eat cement. And yeah. it's pretty darn dangerous. Do not do that, ever. Okay. Yeah, I would not recommend doing that, especially by yourself. Okay. You could choke. Only right. professional snack elites can do that. Snack elite. Okay. All right. <laughs> the KVJ Show. People fighting online, losing their minds. So we read the crazy crap they write and have a fun time. Well, get ready for this week's digital drama. Oh, it's already begun. Yeah, the fights about decorations. Paul is very annoyed that his neighbors are already decorating their house for Christmas time, and it's turning into a big fight on social media. I can't... People really do get mad about it. It's pretty crazy. It really is, honestly, insane, the fights that uh, happen. In fact, uh, today I was on Reddit, and somebody had uh, posted up Somebody had sent them, you know, we talked about this just uh, not too long ago, those neighbor notes Mm -hmm. that somebody will leave up. And somebody left them a note that said, Halloween is over. Take everything down, especially the three 
mannequins, spelled M-A-N-I-K-I-N-S, <laughs> of the stupid Hocus Pocus movie, Witches, over the past two months, your decorations were creeping everyone in this neighborhood out. All the so-called fun is over. Halloween is over. Time to take those horrible decorations down. They went on. They said that 10-foot-tall demon in the right side of your yard, that evil piece of garbage is scaring a lot of people in this neighborhood. <laughs> Everyone lo- loved my nine-and-a-half-foot werewolf except for one family, and they, too, left me a note. Remember I told you all yeah. about I brought that in? It is kind of crazy, it, those it family notes. <laughs> yeah, oh, no doubt. Yeah, a lot of those uh, notes. So this is actually something that's just going on online, on next door. Thank you for the screenshots on this. Now, here's what we got. I'm going to be playing the role of Paul, who's annoyed about the neighbors already decorating their house for Christmas time. Bird, you're going to have to do double duty here. you got the roles of Carla and Lance. Wow, a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. blow it. Right after, right after that cracker bit, mouth yeah. is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Twice as much speaking. You want some of my water? Oh, good. I got a full cup. Virginia's going to play the role of Gary, and Denny's, you have got the role of Maya. So, I think we gave you, like, one line. Oh, good. (laughs) It's a big line. It's big, okay. All right, so here's what uh, Paul had to say on social media. People who already started decorating for Christmas are the most selfish people on the planet. (laughs) Not everybody shares your love for Christmas. I mean, it's not even the middle of November, people. Um, Why do you care so much? And why are you acting like a male Karen? Only the evil hate Christmas. I care because my neighbors have their stupid-ass Christmas lights shining in my bedroom and I can't even get to sleep. My favorite radio station has already switched to nothing but Christmas music. Mm. It's just stupid to celebrate this early and I'm just so over it already. Paul, who hurt you? You sound like a real douche knuckle. Christmas is the best. You should worry about cutting your lawn because it looks like dog ass bomb. Oh, 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 roof, roof. I'm with Paul on this one. People who celebrate Christmas too soon suck. My neighbor has a reindeer in her front yard that won't shut the hell up. <laughs> that thing plays jingle bells all through the night. My wife wants me to shoot it with my shotgun. I'll quiet that loud little SOB real quick. Hashtag silent night. <laughs> wow. Wow, Gary. You're such a tough guy. Bragging about shooting a Christmas ornament is probably the dumbest thing I've ever seen on social media. I have sent this post to the Broward County Sheriff's Headquarters. You'll be hearing from them real soon. You can't make violent threats on social media, ass face. Some people might take them seriously. You Christmas nut jobs are seriously psychotic. Call the cops, lady. I don't care. I have the right to bear arms. <laughs> Celebrating Christmas too early should be illegal. When did us Americans become so stupid? I'm thinking about just going over there and yanking the stupid lights right off the house. They're infringing on my rights. The law would probably be on my side anyway. Yeah. It's almost 9 p.m. and I got to work in the morning. He's probably one of those Biden voters. Hey, Paul, I'm the neighbor you have a problem with. I just knocked on your door twice and he didn't answer. That's because you're all talk, buddy boy. You haven't cut your lawn in three months and your wife singing sounds like a bobcat being strangled. Yeah, we can hear her sing every single night. From my family to yours, you can kindly suck it. Oh, and Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, there we go. The season's wow. already taken yeah. over. That's going to escalate. <laughs> yeah. Whose side are you on? Uh, none of them. They're all crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my goodness. Uh, we got a sad dude here named Shane. He is letting everybody on social media know that his girlfriend cheated on him. Oh, poor Shane. I'll play the role of uh, Shane here. 
We'll have Virginia being Sarah, Bird can be Amanda, and Denny's will be Mark in this digital drama thread. Shane says, So Beth cheated on me, and I'm now single. She slept with a guy named Bert. She's just taking one huge dump right on my soul. Oh, I'm so sorry, Shane. I can't believe she would cheat on you. I thought you two would be together forever. Me too. Is it because you got fired from your job? Probably. Or is it because you guys didn't get married yet? Mm. You were so perfect for each other. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You've had a tough couple weeks, buddy. Yeah. Feel better. Okay. Uh, don't forget about Patches' cat. Patches died earlier this month, too. Damn. That's right. You poor thing. You know. Try not to think about it, Shane. Mm. <laughs> and his car got totaled by that old lady. <laughs> so his car isn't working either. I know. Damn, Shane. Did you piss off God or something? You're having a really rough go at it. But try to stay positive, buddy. <laughs> Don't dwell on it. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess uh, thanks for making me try to feel better, everybody. Uh, that was a little sarcasm, by the way. <laughs> just trying to do something funny, you know. Well, y'all, good talk. I'm just going to be slipping into a deeper depression. So don't bother trying to get a hold of me. P.S. I literally just got a text message from my sister saying their <laughs> grandma's entered hospice about 15 minutes ago. Oh, boy, but I'm going to try to stay positive, just like you guys all suggested. <laughs> so sad. I mean, holy oh, crud. Well, we got the holidays coming up at least, Shane. That's, oh. that's an amazing read. Yeah, that was great. KVJ. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. The dirt of the day, powered by Giving Juice. Well, Matthew Perry has been laid to rest alongside some of the biggest stars in Hollywood. They had his burial at the Forest Lawn Cemetery there in Hollywood Hills. A lot of other celebrities are buried there as well. Carrie Fisher, Debbie Reynolds, Michael Clark Duncan, Ronnie James Dio. I think like everybody has like plots there, like a lot mm. of famous people. But Matt's casket was placed within the walls of an area in the cemetery called the Sanctuary of Treasured Love. And what they've done is it's a private section, so you can't really get to it. And they removed all the flowers, and it's an unmarked grave site. They were worried that a bunch of Friends fans would try to, like, bum rush the area. So at least for now, there's no flowers. There's no marking on his grave site, but it is there in the area called the uh, Sanctuary of Treasured Love. No, I don't think the Friends fans would have done that. <laughs> right. Yeah, probably would have definitely done that. With, it would, in minutes. Minutes. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I guess great for the rest of the cast. They said it's the number one streaming show in the world now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Congratulations, everybody. Mm-hmm. You're like, uh. Yeah. And then what we found out, they Matthew Perry was making $20 million a year just on what they were streaming before. I'm sure that'll go up. Yeah, no doubt. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we need to know where all the friends co-stars were that night that he no i'm just kidding <laughs> you think schwimmer did it schwimmer's like i need some money dude <laughs> 
Uh, Megan Fox is talking details about her private life that she's really never exposed before. Here's a little clip of some details that I've never heard. Here's Megan Fox. Yeah, she's talking a little bit here uh, about a miscarriage that apparently she and Machine Gun Kelly both experienced at about 10 weeks into the pregnancy and she kind of says that it's a big part for why the relationship has been rocky as of late i had never been through anything like that before in my life i have three kids um so it was very difficult for both of us and it sent us on a very wild journey together and separately and together and apart and together and apart and together and apart trying to navigate what does this mean and why did this happen Mm-hmm. Tricky. Yeah, that is a little bit uh, tricky. And then she talked a little bit about some of the other toxic relationships that she has had in her life. You know, she likes to date celebrities. So apparently some of those celebrities are not very nice people. Several psychologically very abusive relationships. I've only been publicly connected to a few people. Correct. But I shared energy with, I guess we could say, who were horrific people and Ooh. also very famous very famous people, um, but no one knows that I was involved with those people. Okay. Interesting. Okay. If nobody knows about it, I guess we can't figure out who it is. Maybe she dated them secretly. You know what? It sounds almost like she is just setting the table for a future memoir. Mm. Oh, that's that's As you like thing. to call Virginia. You got me, girl. Well, yeah. everyone's been going crazy of the big bombshells of right. Barbara Streisand. So, you know, <laughs> it sounds like she's just setting the table saying, oh, my gosh, you would not believe the huge name toxic men that I've been with. You'll find out in my next book. I love it. Mm, you're there for it, huh? I am. Go drink that all up. Uh, Timberland, who is friends with and has worked with Justin Timberlake, was answering questions on stage, being interviewed when somebody in the crowd brought up Britney Spears's memoir. And I guess Timberland caught some heat for what he said about Britney. Yeah, he did. Um, here he is kind of calling her out. This is a little Q&A that's going on. I think he got a little bit loose in the lips. Timberland, my question for you, Cry Me a River is making headlines again uh, because of Britney's memoir. She's saying yeah, that she's going crazy, right? <laughs> I want to call the JT, but he got put a muzzle on that girl. Yeah, so whenever you kind of attach the word crazy and Britney Spears, a lot of people get very upset. So cue the apology in three, two, one. But I'm sorry to all the Britney fans, even to her, <laughs> if she never saw the, 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 the I'm sorry, because Muzzle was, no, you have a voice. You speak what you want to speak. Who am I to tell you what not to speak? And I was wrong, you know, for saying that. But I hope you see it from, I was looking at it from a different lens. And what I am is a reconciled person. I'm not a person who takes sides. I try to combine and say, let's, let's make a compromise. I see your point. Do you see this point? I apologize to the Britney fans. Um, going. Oh, my God. And her. <laughs> I mean, they must have come for him. Yeah, they, they, they shook a little Timbaland. Wow. Yeah, they shake a lot of people. That they is a man a in fear. Yeah. That is a long apology. Yeah, he, he's like, he just want to make sure he covered all of his bases. 
He wanted them to know how deeply and sincerely apologetic he was. Was he wearing a hashtag Team Britney shirt? <laughs> so, somebody got to him. Somebody well, rocked he, his clock. He was making a joke. He obviously does not mean for her to put a muzzle on her, and they got him. And he's like, I should have said muzzle. Yeah. <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> I was a little loose. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Okay. Coming up here, we've got uh, your emails for makeup or breakup. Will we actually suggest that you should stay in a relationship? It is rare, but people want to know. They sent them in, mail at kvjshow.com. One person wanting to know, can you date a guy that gets this car sick? How bad is it? And what's the problem? We'll find out next. My KVJ show. Should you make up or should you break up? This person wants to know, can you date a guy that gets this car sick? Well, I used to get car sick. Oh, man. <laughs> sitting in the front or sitting in the back? Uh, sitting anywhere, Virginia. No, really? mainly in the back. Mainly in the back was the, the, the worst. I remember, man, when I was a young, fat kid, and we were going to a basketball game. It was in one of these country schools where you had to take all the back roads. So windy, so hilly, Virginia. I decided to eat <laughs> a foot-long chili cheese dog and power it down with a Klondike bar. I ralphed so hard in the back of my friend's dad's Chevette that he had to sell it two weeks later. Dang. I ruined a car. Feck Heaven's a legend. It was I He's mean, a legend. The I mean the amount of chili cheese dog that came out and it comes out faster and it goes down. Chili cheese dogs fear fat Kevin. And I, I could see a fat Kevin really being excited for a chili dog. Oh my gosh. And he so ate good. it so quick. I did, and I think I, I licked the plate when I was done. <laughs> those were those were so big back in the day. So Ch- big. Chili dogs, I feel like they don't they don't get the shine anymore like they, they used really, to. I think we realized how gnarly they were. <laughs> and how bad they are for you. <laughs> so, this person deal with this as well. Car sickness. It says in their email, I met this guy online in a chat group. Our conversations turned more personal, and we've been maintaining an online long-distance relationship for the last eight months. It wasn't until this last weekend that we met face-to-face. He flew here to South Florida, and I went to go pick him up at the airport. I was so nervous as to what he would think about me and what I would see when I first saw him. We do a lot of video chats, but I was concerned that the chemistry just wouldn't be there in person. I was wrong. It was everything I had imagined. Really? He was amazing, and we had a big weekend ahead of us. So when we get in my car, he puts the window all the way down, which I kind of thought was odd because at the time, it was rather warm and humid on this particular day. He said he'd just come from some colder weather, so he wanted to drink in the South Florida warmth. So off we went. Look, I live pretty far west of the airport, so we're looking at a good 45-minute drive. Well, no more than just three miles outside the airport, he suddenly starts dry heaving. Uh, uh. Moments later, he projectile vomits all over my car. Oh, the inside or the outside? The inside. Oh, my gosh. It's then that he confesses to me that he gets car sick whenever he's not driving. So I'm like, well, okay, uh, you can drive. He's like, I don't drive stick. (laughs) Which is what I have, of course. So off we go again with his head out my window like he's a dog barfing down the side of my car. Oh, man. That 45-minute drive took us an hour and a half. We had to stop seven freaking times for him to throw up. And this is all highway, pretty much. 
So when we got home, the realization hit that we really couldn't go anywhere without him throwing up because anywhere we went would have to be in a car. So we basically just stayed inside and had a nice time. But it was the barfy ride back to the airport that really kind of sticks with me most. Do you see any way we can have a future together? Hmm. Not if he's not driving. Yeah, I, I don't know. You look. It's <laughs> a lot. I, it is a lot. But honestly, here's where you messed up. It it, it could have worked. The guy should have rented a car. If he knows that, if you know what that, the heck are you doing, if man? If you got weird little issues, I, I feel like it's better just to be upfront, and honest with the person, yes. because they're at least prepared, and then they can kind of have a little mental checklist of the, of if they want to do it or not. And he's kind of dumb because he knows he does this, right? Why doesn't he do the research on the front end and find out if her car is a stick? Super. That was just neglectful on his part. Because trust me, if you're a vomiter like I always was, I mapped every road out. I knew where I was going. I try not to get in that situation again after I ruin my friend's dad's Chevette. But it sounds like he brings the thunder in the bedroom. Yeah, everything else sounds good. I mean, you're connecting. It's just the guy's got to rent his own car when he comes to South Florida. All those things, I think, if you really like somebody, yeah. I think you can get away with these quirks, but you have to really like the person. You guys got to really, it's got to be that right. person you like. It sounds like she did. Yes. Until he started barfing yeah, everywhere. And I think it's the mental image of him just yakking all over her car that, you know, it's kind of... Is the barf that's her memory. now going to taint everything? Well, I think that's that's really the new question for her now because it's it's what she sees when she closes her eyes and thinks of them. All she sees is... How hot is he? Because that is yeah. definitely going to play a factor. Yeah, I hear you. This is every time in a car... If he's not driving, apparently it is. And I, maybe he forgot how bad it was, but, I mean, I don't know. I, he I, I never heard anybody getting that car sick. I, I can get— That's pr- insane. The car sick, I, I have it pretty bad, too. I, I had, like, a kid like you did, Kevin, and didn't have it for the longest time. And ever since I started getting vertigo again, I started getting car sick when I'm not— If I'm in the passenger and I start yeah. to text, uh-huh. I get really? such bad car sickness. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Heather texted and she said, my teenage daughter says there are actually car sick glasses that you can put on and they apparently work. What? Kind of like a, one of them thunder sweaters. That's crazy. That is kind of crazy. Huh. Huh. All right. Well, that's good to know. I, yeah. Th- to me, this isn't, uh, I get the imaging of vomiting coming from him, but look, if everything else is connecting, you've been doing this for eight months and the chemistry was great in person. It's not a breakup for me. I wonder why, though, some people do get that. Because it really yeah, is an odd thing. And it, does, it makes you feel like you, you can't move if you get a bad case. Virginia don't know about that. They, they, don't, they don't got car sickness in the Cuesta, I guess. <laughs> I, I like to spin. I, I, oh. I'm the opposite from you two. I love, like, spinning. I love, like, all that. If someone ever really had a, like a, a jigsaw kind of a situation... Uh, if they made me spin the entire time, that'd What's be my jigsaw. Like the hell, you know the the monster, the, the the killer that kidnapped you and put you in a torture chamber. Oh, jigsaw. okay. If someone made me spin the whole time, that'd be my worst torture. I, I can't believe you can spin so hard. Yeah. I love spinning. That is kind of crazy. There was um, a thing going on, on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen it, Virginia. What to say when a man wants to split the check on a date? <laughs> no. Have you seen this? Just keep it simple. Just say no. A lot of people kind of giving their responses. A lot of it was just like no or them just (laughs) walking away. This girl has a pretty interesting hack on what she would do if a guy wanted to split the check. What do you think about her approach on this? When a man wants to go 50-50 with you on a date, do this. 
Oh my god. I'm so embarrassed right now. Um wait, you wanted to just be friends? You wanted to just be friends. Oh, that's a good little trick. Yeah, it's so good. So, I like that. Another great advice from TikTok. She's crafty. Break it down, bird. I, what do you think? Okay. Is that effective? I'll break it down. TikTok is sending us to hell in a handbasket. Okay. <laughs> she is crafty. That's kind of good, though, isn't it? Doesn't it send a pretty powerful statement back at you? Sure does. Okay. All right. Just a, a little thought there. What do you think about a guy that wants to split the check? Does he get date two with you, Virginia? Uh, I would probably he asked, he has not. He asked you out on a date and then wants to split the check. I think he's a moron. He don't get a second date. He don't get it. He doesn't get how yeah. to woo. And you'll get people all mad emailing you and all caps texting. Bird doesn't know what he's talking about. They're the kind of guys that is going to make someone split the, and they get mad when there's woman's night too. Yeah. Woman's night. What about men's night? Yeah. You can't have ladies night and give free drinks out. Dude. <laughs> You want us to be a little liquored up. We're more fun. We dance better. We're flirting more. Yeah. What? What? What's? What's the goal here? Yeah. And also, I think when you personally invite someone out to a lunch, thank you. I, even if it's my friend, if I invite Kevin Ralston out, I want to pay for you. I'm inviting you out to lunch. Yeah. That's okay. How I, that's how I personally look at it. He's that's interesting. Right. That's an interesting. Uh comment even on the friendship level i'll see what the numbers are on that suits if you put up a poll on our youtube page if a man asks a woman out to dinner does he always pick up the entire check yes or no what are your thoughts on that you can sound off go to youtube look for the kbj show or go to kbjshow.tv kevin virginia and jason kind of interesting these people have got some comments we were talking about Picking up the check. And we asked the question here in a KBJ TV YouTube poll. If a man asks a woman out to dinner, should he always pick up the entire check? 82% said yes, they should. So that sounds about uh, right, what you would probably expect, right? Yeah. Okay. But I thought this was interesting. Somebody text in, and do you agree with this? They said, if the woman pays for your dinner, that means that she is in no way serious about dating you at all, like ever. Yeah, I would agree with that. Really? If if she pays for your dinner, that means she wants to make sure that you don't have any expectation of anything and she thinks you're gross. Objection. What? Objection. I completely disagree with the witch on this. Again, this is a Sith absolute statement. And there have been many of times. I've seen it happen. Nine Virginia. out of ten times. No. If she pays for any part of the bill, she does not want to bang you. Kevin, there, 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 are, there are some people that will absolutely pay for a bill, guy or a girl, and they will totally still bang somebody. They will, Virginia. If someone's desperate... And and they're lonely and they're dating some loser and they just want to get some, they will absolutely pay for a meal at Duffy's or ah, their house. I disagree. Well, when- you're all fancy, Tequesta. <laughs> huh. 
Yeah, I, I never even, I guess, thought about that. Am I saying that's what everyone's desiring? And I, Am I saying that's the, the norm? No, but you're saying that it will never happen. And I'm going over it and saying it absolutely can happen. If she goes into it and she's thinking she's going on this date and he's going to pay and she gets there and he is a troll under a bridge or a dumpster fire of a man, like if he's a mess, if he's not cute, if he doesn't have his act together, that's her way of making sure he doesn't get any kind of mixed signals and knows that they are not going to bang. But the problem is you're thinking only like one type of woman. There's all kind of different kind of women out there that think differently. Why am I saying I'm not even the woman? I've said... Someone that's got low self-esteem, hasn't been on a date before, she's on a date with some loser, and she's still, he's like, oh, I don't have any money. She will still pay for that meal, and she will absolutely still hook up with him. If she has no confidence, absolutely. Well, girls, get it together. Well, then, I agree with you, but you're saying Hmm. nobody would do it. Listen to Ashley here from West Palm Beach. She had a uh, tough situation now. You've been talking to this guy for years at this point, Ashley, and you finally go to Canada to see him. Is that right? Whoa. Yeah. So this this is this is a long, long time ago. This happened like ten plus years ago. But we had uh, we had grown up somewhat together. Like you know, we'd always um, been a part of each other's childhood and things like that. And mm-hmm. there was always kind of something there. Um, but we were never actually in the same place, so we never got to date or any of that. So. Finally, I'm, I'm an adult, and, uh, you know, I, I go up um, for Valentine's Day, and I was like, you know, um, if you want, we can maybe get together. I can come see you. Okay, so and, you suggested um, going to see him. Yeah, she's yeah. planning for a Canadian booty call. Oh, what's all that a boot? <laughs> okay. oh, she's bringing it up. She's going to put a little gravy on them fries. Got <laughs> a booty call. Go yeah. north, girl. Okay, all right. So you kind of uh, set yourself up there. He didn't invite you. Well, he 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 actually invited me, and I was like, "Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm I'm happy to go up and, okay. and come see you." And so I I bought the plane ticket and flew up, and I was like, "You know, maybe maybe it'd be nice to meet up around Valentine's Day." You know, hint hint. Um, and so he was, yeah, he's like, "Yeah, that'd be great." So we we get together. Um, first night is great. Uh, it's kind of like all this pent up time, right? Mm-hmm. And. Um, the next morning, we go out for breakfast at this cute little spot nearby, yeah. and he asks the waitress for separate checks. And, well, like, I mean, breakfast is, like, the cheapest of the three meals. So, wait, you hooked up the night before all the way? Well, you know, <laughs> they don't call the Mounties up there for no reason. Oh, okay, okay, now I have a clear vision. Uh-huh. So, he got lucky, and then he wanted to split breakfast? Breakfast, yeah. I mean, like, what is that? Like nine dollars each. Wow. Um, Bye. Wait, but it gets it gets it gets worse. Um, so so okay, fine. I, I look at I look at that. and I'm like, mm, that's mm. really like really like I just spent three hundred and something dollars for a plane ticket, wow. and now you want to split an eighteen dollar check? Yeah. I said, all right, whatever. So I let it go because I'm up there. I'm like, I'm just gonna have fun. I'm gonna have a nice time. I've known him for so long. Yeah. And so there's this cool restaurant that I saw. Um, where it's it's pitch black. All of all of the servers are blind, so you can't see anything. It's all about like you know an experience, and you don't see the food that you're eating in front of you. You oh, order it out front. I love that. And it's expensive. It's it's some it's somewhat expensive. I mean, it's probably like maybe thirty five dollars a plate or so. Okay. Um, and so, but I really wanted to go do this, and he said, "Oh well, I don't really have enough money to do that." 
And so I was like, fine, I'll pay for you. Uh, wow. So I paid so, for our dinner. So this guy just chills yeah. in Canada. His booty flies to him. He gets the action, and uh, he only pays for half his uh, breakfast, and then he gets free dinner out of it. Yeah, because I didn't want to miss the experience. So, you know. So yeah. on a scale of 1 to 10, what are his looks? Be I'm, honest. Not his personality, not his financial status, just looks alone. He looks similar to kind of like a, uh, like Hugh Jackman a little bit. So he's good looking. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'd say he's, I'd say he's good looking. Do okay. Do I have consent to ask a quick question, please? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> How was the food? Was it good? <laughs> oh, the food was great. Okay, yeah, the food was great. That, yeah, that made that made it worth it. All right. Yeah. Did you ever hook up yeah. with this guy ever again, or did that do it after he wasn't paying for his own meals? Absolutely not. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. that okay. did it. Thank She's you, like, Ashley. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Okay. It, it doesn't even matter if he's cute like Hugh Jackman. It, yeah. He can't hold his own weight. It just kind of makes you think, uh, I got to move along. But right. what if he's fine like Kevin Ralston? <laughs> Ain't nobody ever bought me a meal ever, Bird. I would buy you so many meals. Oh, you would? Okay. Dude, I, would, you know I just got to date the bird, Virginia. Man, if you dated me, I've been I, dating the wrong person all along. Nothing but pancakes and just love. Yeah. <laughs> she would get you so chunky. Oh, my God. Fat gosh. Kevin would be back. He probably, probably likes a little bit of plus size on his window. Oh, man. I would more for that loving. Yeah. <laughs> it's KBJ. Ow! There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked out news. So many people are mad. Ow! Well, that snake hunt thing is uh, kind of a big deal. In fact, I think there are people that do it all year round. They get paid wages. It's like a profession now because we got so many Burmese pythons here in South Florida now. So when they kill them and trap them, what do they do with it? Do they burn it? Do they sell it? Yeah, what do they do with the body? I don't know. Oh, I mean, it's snake skin. I imagine, yeah. I mean, if they were smart, you can get a lot of stuff out of them. I know some people eat snake. I don't know if Burmese pythons good eats or not. That's what I was wondering. Are we going to get to a point now all of a sudden there's python burgers that are a South Florida tradition in the future? We're eating the iguanas, so why not give it a shot? Yeah. Oh, see what she did there? I, a little snake humor. I don't. I feel like a python would make a better hot dog than a burger. I don't want to hear any more of your jokes. Oh, oh, oh! oh. I can pun. <laughs> yeah, they say a female snake that was 17 feet two inches, 198 pounds, with a 23-inch girth, was caught at Big Cypress National Preserve last Friday. Wow! It is the second largest Burmese python ever captured in South Florida. But that, it may, I, I would like to know the answer to that. What, to your point, let's say mm-hmm. they do the, they, they take the skin or whatever. Yeah. That's still a lot of snake left over. Sure. Are they just throwing that in the water? Or? No, I can't imagine they would do that. But well, Does nature take care of it and eat it? Are there other things that like, dead, eat it. that like dead snake like that? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's one of the things is they really don't have any predators, but would something eat the corpse if they didn't have to worry about it fighting back? Because these things do fight, man. That's crazy. Just hearing the story of uh, what they did to get this thing. 21-year-old Carter Gavlock, he says that they pulled the snake to the middle of the dirt road, and then the snake turned on him and realized, okay, 
you know, it's it's flight He's, or fight, and it knew it couldn't get away, so it knew it had to fight for its life. He said the snake damn near took him into the canal. Whoa. Wrapped around him, tried to drag him into the water. He said there was nothing that he could even do to stop it. There were a total of five guys on top of this one snake, and it took five dudes 45 minutes to subdue it. That Whoa. is the textbook definition of a cold-hearted snake. Yes. Look into his eyes. <laughs> Crazy, right? Would that weird you out? If Virginia, who's a very good cook, prepared you some pythons, say, okay, I'm gonna give you all the good fixings. Oh, I'll make you python pie. Do you th- would you try that? Yeah, or would. That, would that weird you out? I grew up in the hills, man. We ate everything. Yeah, yeah, I've had all. I've had about everything you could eat. Anything that walked or breathed, you would eat. You think you can make some good python? I don't know. Kind of weirds me out. You are Cajun, though. Uh, uh, that's too weird for me. I, I feel like I don't feel like I would do well with snake or how some people eat like rat or squirrel. I don't know. Okay, so you fit Cajun. <laughs> A lot of that meat's kind of gamey. It's got yeah, an odd taste. Smells weird. Uh, chewy. Not good. I'm gonna stick with the basics. I yeah. just always wonder if you grew up and everyone was eating python burgers, it wouldn't be weird to you. And You're yeah. right. It's people all eat what gator. You, yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They said that the remains of a deer, including its hooves, were found inside the stomach of the snake. Oh, my gosh. It ate a whole entire deer? Well, that's the problem. Yeah, that's why they're going after them, because they say in some areas of South Florida, it has reduced the population of medium-sized animals, including the key deer, by more than 90%. Whoa. Yep, so that's why they're uh, getting them out of there. They then humanely euthanized the Burmese python with a bolt gun, is what they do, to take it out. They say the heaviest python ever recorded in Florida was 18 feet, 215 pounds. So this was off by 17 pounds and, you know, maybe not even a foot. Wow. I just think you have to mentally go into a weird place to to go snake hunting. You have to know it could all go wrong. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. You probably don't even, you, you probably look at the Everglades and all that stuff, like how we look at the food court at the mall. You're, you're, I don't know. If you are, if you grew up and you, you're an expert, is what I'm saying. Well, this guy had to bring five of his boys, and it took them 45 minutes. And I would be quaking in my boots. Part of them had a bit of a, they liked it. Snake boner. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Another uh, odd story here in Florida. Multiple students at Buddy Taylor Middle School in Palm Coast were bitten by wild rats while (gasps) under the supervision of a teacher. Oh, my gosh. A group of over a dozen students accompanied the instructor to the school's farm. They were there to feed some of the animals and looked on as she flushed out some of the holes in the ground, believed to have wild rats in them. And as she's flushing out the holes, here come the rats. And three of the students wound up getting bit. Oh, my gosh. I had my experience with townhouse rats. A little bit more mm. easier to deal with. Not, wild rats sounds insane to me. Yeah, wild barn rats. Now, oh only God. one of the uh, students was bitten hard enough to break the skin. But uh, that student <laughs> later said, yeah, I told her I got bit and I got rabies. So she said, you don't have rabies. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell kind of teacher is this? <laughs> They they clearly grew up in the 80s. It's time to retire, hon. The uh, teacher told the <laughs> investigators that she had instructed the students not to touch the rats in the first place. Well, the rats came out probably pissed because they were being flushed out of their holes by water. They came up angry looking to bite. When I had that rat issue, the one guy that, that did not help, mm. he really did say if rats get hungry enough, yeah. they will absolutely chew on humans. They do, yeah. But... Is that a situation where you're like a hostage situation or could you be in your house 
and a rat just goes, oh, Kevin, I'm so hungry. No, I think it's more, you know, because you would have to be immobilized. It's it, it was an old torture thing. They'll tie a person down. They put a rat on his bare chest and they put a lid over the rat. So it's going to be leave it. an extreme situation for this to yes. go down. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Whoa, that was a torture thing? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm too soft for this conversation. Oh, let me send you a link of all of the... Yeah. You're right. oh, the link itself, you yeah. wouldn't be able to open it. The crazy <laughs> thing, the teacher was given a written reprimand, but was never removed from the classroom as a result of the incident. So. <laughs> like, ah, She's still teaching. Yeah, all right. Okay. Oh. Who is this? Yeah. Uh, this was right here in Florida, of oh, course. Of course. Yeah, Palm Coast. <laughs> a Pittsburgh woman allegedly stabbed a man in the hand when he repeatedly asked for the TV remote. What did he do? Uh, he wanted to watch football. She wanted to listen to music. So he went for the remote, which she kept in her purse so he couldn't get to it. And when he went for it, she stabbed him in the hand. Oh, the remote was in the purse? Yeah. Oh, this doesn't sound like a troubled relationship at all. Whoa. They arrested 57-year-old Michelle Robinson with aggravated assault. Okay. Wow. A woman got back at her cheating ex by posting his dead mother's secret pizza recipe on Facebook. Hold on, there's a lot there. <laughs> That's interesting, uh, revenge, huh? Secret pizza recipe. People do not mess, man. Yeah. If it's your family recipe, people will they'll they'll they'll, they'll kill people over it. Yeah, pretty crazy stuff. And uh, talking about them uh, wild animals, we don't have them as much here. Talking about the deer, unfortunately, the pythons are eating all of them. But yeah, up north. When it's deer season around this time of year, man, the door, the deers get, they get squirrely because they're running for their life, you know? And uh, there is a video. It's amazing. A New Jersey man listed his truck for sale saying it was in excellent shape. And as the buyer is pulling up to check out the deer, a deer came out of nowhere. It jumps like over a car, lands onto the side, into the back of the bed of this truck, and then hops right back out and keeps running. It's pretty crazy. Listen to it. Dude is like, uh, okay. Oh, dear. Whoa. Oh, dear. The deer caused damage to the truck, though, and the seller had to knock like 100 bucks off of it. <laughs> oh, thanks, deer. Yeah. Another story, too. A deer broke into a lingerie shop. Just started milling around. Sounds like the beginning of a joke. Right. We had a deer leap through our glass door and create an entire ruckus all the way around the shop. Everybody pretty much kind of remained somewhat calm and uh, just stayed out of the way. Deer are beautiful creatures. They really are beautiful, you, but... You probably get them on your golf course, don't you? We get a lot. I was going to say, I feel like Tequesta gets a lot of deer. I Instagram them all the time, and they just look up at you, and they're not scared at all. They're humanized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're fancy deer. Oh, they're Tequesta deer. <laughs> yeah. They have a code to get in. Yeah. <laughs> at the gate. They have the gate code. <laughs> All right, coming up, I'd love to hear, have you ever taken a weird field trip? Did you go to a barn and were attacked by rats? (laughs) (laughs) If uh, you did or anything like that, you can uh, let us know. 877-979-WRMF. KVJ. There was a middle school teacher in Palm Coast who took students on a field trip to a barn where the students then got bitten by wild rats. (laughs) Pretty amazing story, and the teacher's still teaching. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, no problem. Nothing to see here. Go about your business. That's why you got tenure, Virginia. (laughs) Yeah, they used to always uh, take us to weird places. They would take us just out in the middle of the woods. We had a place, and they called it the Land Lab. 
I remember that. They'd drag us out there in the middle of the country. We'd just walk through the woods. Huh. And they would just pick things up and try to show us the nature of it. Oh, I love that. Yeah, land lab. Oh, I, I would that. like that. Yeah, we always did that because we had nothing. There was, I mean, nothing to go see. You know, I I hear now because I asked my mom, you know, when she was still around, I said, so what do they do other than the land life? She's like, oh, they take everybody now to the washboard festival. I'd love that too. Yeah, yeah, they got. The, yeah, Logan has the only washboard factory in a, in in I think the world, maybe. I uh, yeah. So I, they I make washboards, it. and then they play washboards. It's a it's something that cleans your clothes, and it's a musical instrument. Did you know that? You can't do Logan in a day. You can actually do it in about twenty minutes. Yes. Yeah, that's another thing put on your uh, list with the the only pencil sharpener museum on planet Earth. It, it's Logan's got a few firsts. I, I do love it. Though. I, I love that stuff. Yeah. Uh, th- something big. Here and if you lived here locally, you may remember it. It was big. They would take kids to the the, the Jupiter Lighthouse area. Oh yes, yeah, that's a good field trip. Wade in the water, and you would find yeah. little sea creatures, and you would try to they, identify the creatures. And I, as a kid, I loved to do that. They got so many great places. They got Manatee Lagoon. That would be a great field yes, trip. Yes, absolutely. You know all that stuff. Loggerhead. Yeah, Loggerhead. Another great field trip. I mean, there's so many great field trips here. If you're a kid growing up in South Florida, Bush Wildlife. That's yep. a great yeah. one. Lion yeah. Country Safari. Right. That's where I, f- I found out about the hamburger bean I, I'm always talking about. On uh, a field trip back when I was at Lake Park Elementary, the teacher taught us about the hamburger bean. And, of course, because it was food. It, it stuck w- with you. It, it was imprinted. the prize. I had yeah. to find. It and imprinted. Matthew found it. Matthew V found it, and I did not. He was bragging about his hamburger bean. Yeah. I never got that hamburger bean. You didn't, huh? No. Still chasing to this day. I am. I never mm-hmm. got a hamburger bean. Yeah, around here, I think you'd have pretty cool field trips to go check out. But if you grew up in a different part of the world, it probably was not as awesome. Uh, one person said, yeah, we actually went uh, spelunking. We actually had to crawl down a small tunnel on the side of a mountain to get into a cave. And then we went to the morgue. <laughs> that had been a, a couple decades ago. Yeah, that would you love to go to a morgue for a field trip? I don't even think you're allowed to say the word morgue to kids anymore. Who would bring kids to the morgue? Somebody in the 80s. I mean, what the hell? That is some old-timey stuff right there. Yeah. I guess the teacher was smoking the whole time. So heavy. Somebody else said, yeah, we went on a field trip to a rifle range. Okay. It feels 80s as well. I mean, Small town, 80s town. And every now and then, they would throw in a, a fun skate, ro- a roller skating or a bowling. Every now and then, they would throw that in there for a field trip. But you didn't really learn anything. That's all cool, though. I love fun. that. I'm all about that. Do they still do those trips? Like a bowling or a skating? I think they do. My son had had something that I can't remember what it was. It, he talked about a field trip, and I was like, really? Okay. And you'll know what it was? Nah, I block a lot of things out. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> my dad never remembers my field trips. Or my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Another person texted in. They said, my daughter's high school health teacher took her class to the correctional facility. Oh, oh that would be cool. Scared straight. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Somebody else said, uh, my school had a billiards program, and we did a field trip to a pool hall in town to learn some tricks from the old dudes in the tavern. 
Oh, those just those dudes. I mean, you can't do that today. <laughs> no I mean, way. that's amazing, though. You, you learn how to be a pool shark from some old salty dogs. Oh my salty gosh! Salty dogs from the oh bar. Oh my gosh! I would like to go do that today. All right, come over here, girly. I'm going to show you. Now just bend over the table. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reach around you, and here's how you hold the cue. It just reeks of inappropriateness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mister, your beer, your your breath reeks of beer. Why does that man sound, smell so? Funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, you got a lighter? Uh, this person said when I was in eighth grade, anyone who was an altar boy for the last three years could go with the priest to a Cubs game. That sounds like a date. Oh. <laughs> that, that did not age well. <laughs> We've had some issues <laughs> with that one. <laughs> Can Johnny go with us? No, it's just me and you. <laughs> Can he have the female ones go? Nope. Just me and you. Shut oh, up. Oh, man. God bless you. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so interesting stuff there. Anything to add to it? 877-979-WRMF. Man, I cannot tell you how many people were hitting me up saying, oh, my gosh, Kevin, have you seen this video? Is this going to be your wife's next tattoo? The video has been viewed 20 million times. And if you thought her neck tattoo was something, this is a hundred times worse. She loves a trendy tat. Man, I'll tell you what it is, and I hope she doesn't get it next. The KVJ Show. A lot of people have been saying, hey, Kev, I know your wife got a neck tattoo that you weren't too thrilled about. But have you seen the latest viral video? Just hope she doesn't see this. She might get an idea. She loves a viral vid. And it's one that was on TikTok. Okay. She loves TikTok. I mean, it's just a matter of time before she gets this tat. This video has been viewed 20 million times of this girl who got her boyfriend's name tattooed on her forehead and of course his name is Kevin (laughs) it's like a full demonstration of what it would look like on the forehead it's unreal and this girl's really cute too she's a very cute girl is this real now that's a big question is it real or not because there's one tattoo artist that said, I don't know. He watched the video. He said, you know, you should be seeing blood as it's being done. I don't see that. And her skin doesn't look irritated enough. People are already saying it's fake. It's oh. it's the stories that it's gone already. Has it been confirmed as being fake? Because as of this morning before doing the show, it hadn't been confirmed as being fake. There were people that were thinking it was. Kevin, two people in the chat room says it's been confirmed. It's been confirmed. Oh, okay. <laughs> We believe everything in the chat room. Two well, people in the chat is good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I know there is speculation about it, but yeah, this if it fake. has been, send me the confirmation because I hadn't seen it this morning and I was looking. I'm voting fake on this one. Yeah, well, the other part of it too, this tattoo artist was saying, yeah, the tattoo, it's it, getting it across your forehead because, you know, there's no real meat there. You're right on bone. Said it would have been extremely painful and she just didn't look like she was in enough pain. So, I mean, listen to her. She's kind of actually enjoying the process as it's going on. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah, 20 million views on that video. Huh. 20 million views she got on that. And like I said, I <laughs> saw it many times as people were sending me. They go, okay, just wait. Just, just wait. 
Has the queen ever talked about touching the face, though? I don't think she would do the face. We haven't gotten there yet, but she won't stop talking about the tattoos. And, you know, it's making me a little bit nervous because, you know, her and my daughter, they went in and they've got the three crosses on the side of their neck. And unfortunately, people have kind of told them, that, oh, that was going to look a lot worse or it's not as noticeable as you would think. And so, you know, that's just kind of fed into it. They're like, see, we told you it'd be right. fine, Kevin. So they got vindication. <laughs> they feel like they won on that because I'm like, that's a that's a bad move. It's just a bad move. Don't do it. And so now my wife is trying to recruit everyone in the family. She said, we all need to get the same tattoo. And she's even talking about Cannon, who's 15. I'm like, no. I'm like, leave the kid out of it I'm like the kid's only 15 what does she want you guys to get well she can't think of anything and so you know I'm trying to not like lose my mind and you know look like the guy who's all upset and Mr. Grumpy Pants so I'm like oh here's a perfect one I, I suggested the Ohio State Block O because you know I'm going to throw out stuff that they're going to absolutely hate and they're like <laughs> nah it's stupid we're not doing a Block O <laughs> my wife her idea she thinks we all should get a picture of the house that we currently live in and where all the kids grew up. She said, we will always have that place as our common connection. Hmm. Like a house. Hmm. Is she looking to sell it? No. She just looks at that as that is the, that's the center ground because, you know, now, you know, my, my daughter's in Lauderdale, my son's in Nashville. She said, you know, we'll all have our own lives one day. You'll all be in your own place, but you'll always have this as this is the centerpiece of our family. It's our core, this house. You know what? I, lo- I love it, and I also think Virginia should go up to Tallahassee and fight Magnolia's roommate. I- I'm going st- <laughs> to just start. I kind of Going wanna, with it all. I'm going to start going with it all. I'm going to start yeah. supporting these terrible ideas. Why don't you get the house on your foreheads? Now, the only thing that I do like about the house where I'm half in and half out I'm I'm all out on getting another tattoo. I, to me, I don't, you know, I'm really not a fan, especially Canon. That's a hard no. So I've got those two little battles I got to take on. The only thing I like about the idea of the house, it is kind of quaint, but two, that's something you wouldn't put on a neck or a face. That is more of you need some space on the regular body to put that on that you could cover with clothing. I mean, I say you all go tramp stamp, but that's just me. I, I, I say she gets the house right on the, the throat area. <laughs> It'd be so hard. I'm, is it just? I'm going, yeah. I'm going full on heel. I say get it, queen. Yeah, you're going all in. <laughs> Fight Magnolia's roommate. Yeah. Let the world just blow up. <laughs> so a lot of people thought that they were all clever. They were sending that, uh, you know, Kevin face tattoo. Like, oh, I know the queen's next tattoo, but yeah. It, it, she won't, it I'll, I'll think she'll do nah, that. No, that didn't connect. Just to let you all know that we're trying to troll and make my life even more miserable. <laughs> it did not connect. Our house is a very, very, very fine tat. <laughs> I want to see if uh, people like that. Is What do you think of that for a, a tattoo idea? Getting the house. I'll have a suits put up a poll on KBJ TV. Because I'm not a tat person. So to me, pretty much about anything is not a good idea for a tattoo. But do you think the Queen's idea of doing the house that all the kids grew up in? Love it. Is a good idea. Yes or no. In terms of tattoos, somebody had uh, hit us up on the WRMF app. They said, hey, how do I get into this chat thing? I don't understand what's going on. I know not everybody, you know, might be on the tech savvy part, but you just go to YouTube. You can do it even on your mobile app. But the one thing I do have to check, I think I've heard some people saying that they don't necessarily see the chat on the YouTube app. But I think I went on one time to watch you guys when I wasn't here. 
on and YouTube. You can I, chat? Thought I, saw the, I thought I saw the chat on there. Okay. Were we, so yeah, were somebody blowing it. Huh? Were we blowing it? No, you guys are crushing it. I was like, in fact, I was just commenting like, oh my gosh, they're crushing it. <laughs> so I kept saying they're crushing it. I mean, it was no house tat bit, but it was okay. Yeah, you're right. Doing what you could, Virginia. Um, just go to YouTube and you just look for the KBJ show. The KBJ show. Okay, new Dua Lipa is going to be coming out. In fact, uh, kind of went viral when she was outside the BBC studios in London this week, letting some fans listen to Houdini. That is her new song. It was on her phone. So people were talking about, oh my gosh, Houdini is so good. So I don't know exactly what day it's going <laughs> to drop, but it's coming up. Is that your young person uh, cr- critic voice? Oh, gosh, that is so good. That's how it sounded in my mind, at least. I feel that's what it was. Uh, a couple of uh, comments on my wife's uh, latest tattoo idea, the family home photo on everyone's body. Is the tattoo of the family house a good idea? 84% said no. That's a pretty strong number. Anna said that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, some people are suggesting maybe just the house number. Okay. All right. Interesting. Which yeah. is? Yeah, Kip. The yes. full address. <laughs> zip code two. Mm-hmm. Starts with the two. Very long. That's a long tattoo. Yeah. Uh, somebody suggested putting the coordinates of the house instead of the actual photo. I love mm-hmm. this part of the show where everyone gives the ideas that no one's going to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to say it, though, but I think she's getting a house tattoo. <laughs> I will let her know that everybody thinks it's a dumb idea, though. I, I love doing that. It, it gives me such joy. It does, but I think it, it doesn't makes, do any good, but I think it, it, it gives me joy. Her do probably. More. Probably, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, she said, what about a family truth? Everybody's name's on the leaves. Okay. If you're that's, doing a a, that's, a, that's a nice yeah. tattoo. Okay, that actually might work, yeah. So there you go. A couple good suggestions. Thank you there from the uh, chat. Do appreciate that. The KVJ Show. After the show is on the way, you can get it live on YouTube or on Twitch or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to get it, whenever it's convenient for you, it will be there. Bird, if you would wrap it up with your thought for the day. Never let success get to your head and never let failure get to your heart. Oh, Oh, that's good. Stay in the middle, baby. The KDJ Show on 97.9 WRMS.